podcast where we talk about things with one super special guest every week. Just sit back, relax, and hear us speak on This Is Happening, the podcast. Hello, welcome back to This Is Happening. This is one of your hosts, Nathan Streifel. And this is Eric Morris. And today we have like a fun little night. Um, we have uh, just like a special person joining us, my roommate and best friend, Matt. Hi. Matthew. Hi. <laughs> Matthew Kaufman. And but then, that's not really our guest. The, but I he's was, not really our main guest. I was going yeah. to introduce him, you know, but yes, you, anyway, yes, Matt is just, here. Matt's here. But, but that's real, not the guest. That's, that's the title of the episode. The real man of the hour is a self-proclaimed skinny legend, a born icon, <laughs> co-host of the Tony Soto Show, brand ambassador for Saks Fifth Avenue. He does a series of videos, which can be found on YouTube, called Millennial Moments, and his name is Maxwell Esposito. Oh my gosh, what an introduction. <laughs> you Googled me really good. I, I did. Could tell. I got all the way to Instagram. <laughs> well, that's usually what comes up first, I feel, on my Google thing, which is actually I never get jobs. I had somebody tell me that once, that my Instagram was too crazy, and all the people that were... Getting my resume kept passing on it because my Instagram was really? too, too crazy. Yeah, but uh, but Sax didn't um, care. That's true. Sax didn't care. Um, and that's what I've just been doing for the last year. I was it's definitely not something I enjoy talking about. We so. don't have to talk about it. <laughs> oh, we need to discuss it. No. I mean, it's a retail job. Sax has been very kind to me. I should not put them down like that, but they can be our was, uh, sponsor for the day. Sure. Thanks, Sax. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the denim bar on the sixth floor. You could catch me there, slanging jeans all the time. Um, <laughs> And I'll what? be happy about it while I'm there. Sure. What floor is that? That's a sixth floor. I mean, uh, wh- uh, wh- <laughs> wh- sorry, which sacks is that? Uh, the women's building. I'm in women's contemporary. So you do women's jeans? I do, yes. What city is that in? Oh, Beverly Hills. Is that the only sacks there is? Yes, in in Los Angeles, yeah. Oh, okay. There's one in Costa Mesa, and then there's also one in Palm Desert. I worked at Saks when I was 18. Oh, did you like it? It was a decent job at that time, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I worked in um, Saturday's Generation, and the only memorable thing is I sold some clothes to Diane Keaton. What, oh, nice. What is, what is Saturday's Generation? It was a department in the men's store, and she came in buying... Uh, Pants? No, she was coming in to buy some th- things for her then-boyfriend, Al Pacino. Oh, nice. Oh, okay. I had a- <laughs> so, it was great. She was also a neighbor of mine at the time. And I said, so, did you say, hey, Diane? I said, well, hey, you know, we're neighbors in Sneedon's Landing. And then, as she was leaving, she was like, see you in Sneedon's. <laughs> Aw, that's so nice. She was lovely. That's I, I mean, the other salespeople there, they've been there forever. They were like careerists. Oh my God. I, there's the, a lady there that's been there forever and she was there when Winona Ryder got arrested. So oh Winona Ryder got arrested. That store. Uh, in my department on my floor. <laughs> no big deal. I mean, I'm not going to lie. My first day, I definitely asked, what do we do if we see Winona? <laughs> It should be part of the training. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, they did show pictures of her in the training. Like they do, like poke a little fun at it. They should ask. I mean, it is that store too. If you see her, you know, just say like, 
Are you on Percocet right now, or are we are we good? Are we on the perk right now? <laughs> Popping perk. That's what they say in the rap video, so we can call it that. Popping perk. Oh my God, Maxwell Esposito, you are so much fun. Oh, thank you. Um, Where yes. are you from? I'm from Chicago. Well, Aurora originally. If we want to get technical, I'm from the suburbs. Um, so what's Aurora like? Um, it was. I mean, it was fine. I don't know. I don't have any really bad things to say it's definitely the suburbs yes. though yes. very boring i was Wait, very what state did you say i tuned illinois illinois, illinois. i may okay. have not i usually this, just drop chicago and this, everybody knows so it's the suburbs of chicago yes it's yes. where wayne's world was based but not filmed oh yeah so that's the, the, their basic cable show was based in aurora now yes. that you say that, I remember that. Yes, Aurora, Illinois. But did you go into the city a lot when you were growing up? Oh yeah, when I like was old enough, I like immediately started running downtown. My best friend who lived <laughs> behind me, my like my whole life, she went to Columbia College, which is where I went because I wanted to always be close to her. Mm, and totally. I would go and see her as often as possible. And then I had other friends as I got older, and like high school that was out there. And then I ended up out there because. It was just so much better. And then I don't know, like something after like year two really clicked and I was like super over it. And then I came to LA and I remember- Wait, like your second year of college at Columbia? Yeah, and like being in the city. Yes. I was like super over it. I had just broken up with a boyfriend and I just remember like looking around and just being like, this is not the TU guys. This is so <laughs> not where I need to be. I don't know what it is. I was like, maybe I'll find, I'll f I mean, I have the rest of the summer, I'll find love with this city again. And then it snowed. And then I was like, I fucking hate this place. Oh my God. That's what sent me driving out of Chicago too. I was like, get me the hell out of here. Yeah. The weather definitely sucks. I don't know. There was just something about the energy there for me. And like. I don't know. I just didn't really feel like I was understood there. Like, I felt like people were always staring at me. And, yes. like, even on, like, because I will dress however I want. Like, I'll wear whatever. Like, I understand some outfits or something I would wear will definitely, like, seek more attention than others. But there would just be days where I would just be, like, very, to me, very casual. And, like, people would, like, take pictures of me and, like, stare at me on the train and, like, laugh at me. And I'd always have my headphones in. So they didn't think I was, like, listening. Mm. But, like, if people were talking about me, I'm definitely going to listen to you talk. So, like... Yeah, totally. <clears throat> so I'd always, like, hear people talking about me. Like, one time there was this family, like, taking pictures of me. And, like, the moms and, like, her older friends were, like, laughing at the what pictures with me. <clears throat> I was so... wearing a button-down and jeans. I was on my way to work. And, like, I went in the bathroom afterward and I cried. I cried. Oh, during that oh I never goodness. like let that stuff get me down but that one in particular was really shitty because I just was like not only is your kid being an asshole but like you are co-signing their assholery and this is like why people are assholes you know what yeah. I mean like because nobody stops them like that's when you as a parent are supposed to be like um, we don't laugh at people that are just like kicking it on the bus yeah, you know absolutely. so I mean, I was super over it. When I came and visited here, there was like a really magical moment at Robertson and Beverly. I'll never forget. I was like walking. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I was walking towards the Starbucks. I was wearing just an outfit. Like, and this group of guys like walked by me and like looked me up and down. And there was like no questions. There was like, like, just like, it just felt so good. And like everything after that was they just were so good. You. Yeah, it was. 
everything Maybe about prison. it. I don't know. I mean, sure. <laughs> but I like those felt, sexy people when they see it. It just felt good. And I was just like, this is cool. And then the rest of the trip obviously was very magical. And then I came back and visited. And then when I left the second time, I cried at the airport because I like, didn't want to go. Mm. So then I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get out of Chicago. This place sucks and it snows there. So and You're you- a magical creature. I mm. love your stories. So how long did you... Um, so so was it like you went back to Chicago and then like six months so later... So you left there? after two years of college and then moved here? No, I finished? stayed. I finished school. Okay. I mean, the school was like you were very miserable whatever. You were yeah, yeah, definitely very miserable. Um, I got... I worked at American Apparel in downtown Chicago for four years. What did you study? I studied photography, so I have a degree oh, in photography, cool. um, commercial and fashion photography, which I guess in a dream world I would love to get back into. But mm-hmm. like right now, I'm just focusing on like myself and like you know making money and just like getting my shit together here because you can't like build a business if you don't have like uh, the number one operating thing, which is your brain going. Yeah. So I just want to make sure everything is cool there, and like I have idea, you know, I like want to make sure I have my shit together before I start doing that, but. Um, I finished school and then I was working at Scarlet Bar in oh Chicago as God, well. Oh my God, that's right. I was, when was that? I started working there um, in like 2013 Oh my god, yeah, you were yeah. working there when I was working at Taverna, and Matt yes. was working at Taverna. Yeah, my gosh, and we were all co-workers in sorts. I yes. was wondering totally if you all overlap, because I know that um, Matt and uh, Nathan met in Chicago, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we I was like probably always other. super drunk also at Scarlet. Well, Did you, yeah. oh, so you all met there? Yeah, no, well, I, I knew Max, because I feel like... I knew someone who was a manager at the American Apparel that you worked at, and I mm-hmm. always used to see you like prancing around American Apparel, looking so cute, and, like <laughs> selling clothes, and like sounds about right. Sounds about right. Was that the American Apparel off of Belmont? No, I worked at the one on State Street downtown. Oh, um, nice. I applied for the one at Belmont, did not get. Oh yeah. gosh, we had. Oh, you were not American there. Apparel. <laughs> material, um, Everybody in Chicago was a manager at American Apparel I, in the I, theater dance world. I was for sure. You were a manager. I did. I worked my way up there, <laughs> and then I worked at Scarlet in Chicago, and they knew Wait, I was Scarlet in Scarlet. Were you oh like? My gosh, what was doing, I doing there like, as well? Shop boy or something? I or? was uh, coat check. I was a bartender. Yeah, I check. was yes. also in charge of the door, yes. which was amazing. Yes. My responsibility to fill the over 500 fireball shots a night we would give out with our cover charge. Oh my god, for real. So I did that, um, and then I did like some accounting (laughs) things for them, and then they knew I was over it, so I... They should have had more people do accounting. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I did very... all tea. (laughs) You know, you you don't want your... You want your cooks to be able to go to the... Get their checks cashed. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I worked at Scarlet, not at Taverna, so I I'm not saying have... anything. It was a great place to work. I love that. <laughs> I got fired from Taverna because I... Uh, <laughs> all the tea's coming out, Matt. Tell us about oh you Oh my got gosh, fired. what happened? I got fired from Taverna four days before I moved to LA and two days before my last day because I bought weed in the back alley. <laughs> oh my God. That's weed, the, yeah, back that's... when weed was like... Back when weed was like, oh my God, it's... Like illegal. illegal. Here's, can I just give the rundown of like brunch? Okay, so we went oh, to Chevrolet. I did that fucking one. That was the worst ever. It's, Go on. It that this it was twenty four dollars. 
You got an entree, an appetizer, a breakfast martini, which was like a screwdriver, a greyhound, or a Bloody Mary. With um, a sidecar. With, with a sidecar. Yes. Unlimited mimosas. Oh, that I like. And then you got one of our <laughs> classic cocktails at the end of your meal, which Ooh. came with the sidecar. So that was like a, that's like a dirty martini or whatever, what have you. And then they gave you a free coupon for a bottle of champagne at their sister <laughs> club, Scarlet. Which, which is where you would find me doing whatever the fuck I was doing. Oh my doing. god, it was it was <laughs> propelling everyone to the entire neighborhood was drunk That's a lot of drinks. Oh. I mean, that's how, that's pretty much what I drink in a usual day, but... So did a lot of the other gays in the neighborhood. Well, I was so over it that they took me to Hawaii with them to open their second... You helped open Hawaii. I didn't yes. know that. Yes, I left I don't understand that. You were saying open. I was so over it that they took me to... Like, they, they rewarded like, you? Yeah, they knew I was over it. it. They were like, girl, we can tell you hated here. We so know it's gonna, not L.A. Take you to Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, I worst things, say amazing, right? Like I worst things could definitely happen for you. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. I miss Joey. Joey, oh, if you're listening, hey. Oh, I'll tell him to listen. Yeah, um, you better listen. He was Joey. my roommate, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he was my roommate. We hey, would definitely Joey. get very drunk and watch I Am Kate together. He was like really excited to watch that with me. Oh my god, that, that was, was a while a ago. I mean, so that, that was, was a moment. That was I your Hawaii moment. Took a bad turn. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, it did. We were very there for her and her moment, I but agree. then she really like just kept talking, and about, then it was about, like, "Girl, yeah, it's like enough. Nonsense. You are not the spokeswoman it's that like we you need. know nothing about tra- the trans experience." Shut I mean, up. she knows about the trans experience. No, she knows nothing about like what it's like. For a um, sure, know, she's incredibly well and wealthy, and has a lot of access trans and... person to the, the adversity they face. I mean, yes, she knows what she felt like, but yeah, she has her specific trans experience, and, which and is she's not, very not empathetic. She doesn't really. It doesn't. She didn't seem, seem like to she... try to understand. I mean, she was affected by certain people's stories. Whatever. Why are we talking about Kate? Yeah, she's not one that we like. I'll talk no. about any of the other people in that family. Well, I won't talk about Courtney either. I don't like Courtney. No. What should be for no. Courtney? What? What should be for Courtney? She's like literally so rude. She's so <laughs> rude and like always has mom drama and I just mm. hate kids so I can't deal with her yes. mom drama. Do you, like, do you aspire though to like be a personality like the Kardashians? Is that the goal? What's happening here? Yeah, what's I kind mean, of your thrust? <clears throat> I think I would love to be a, a more credible version of that, sure, mm-hmm. personality-wise. Like, I would like people to see me as some sort of talent, not necessarily, like, a joke, a profitable joke. Right. Because, okay. like, I mean, sure, they make a ton of money off of makeup, but it's usually just because people talk about how much they don't like I them. try to hate Kim Kardashian, but when I actually watch her, I'm I'm always surprised at how appealing she is. She's very nice. I don't know why people have such a problem with her. Well, I, I do because it. she's a woman. But it's part of like what you said. It's like, there's no talent. You know, like these people are just famous for being famous, like Zsa Zsa Gabor used to be. Like they're, and somehow they've monetized it into like making a billion dollars. Which I think makes them incredibly shrewd, so kudos to them. But, yeah. Um, you kind of have to like tip your hat to them. And they have kind of created 
an industry and a way to monetize your personality and followers, which is something that you seem to be working on doing. I don't know to what extent you're monetizing it, but you're certainly putting yourself out there as an entertaining personality, doing the millennial moments with Max on the Tony Soto show, and building followers, I'm sure. So I don't I don't really understand how that's monetized, but but well, plus you have you the, 100, the 100 Booty Realness stickers on your yes, Etsy. Yes, that's true. I have a sticker, which I stole from Kim Kardashian, because she has <laughs> well, cause she has her own emojis, and uh-huh. they're called Kimojis, which she... I think she you were... just uh, established a lawsuit. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> I creative inspiration. Um, well, she it. has one of her ass, and it's like her ass Oh, okay, well, that's inspired, yeah. Yeah, so she has like a cartoon of her ass, so I and yours reached is out to... A cute little hairy ass and a jock yeah. strap. Yeah, I have it somewhere. I have them in my bag. I'll show you after the show. Can but I see I... your tattoo? Sure. Not, I... not, if you don't feel comfortable, no worries. Show it. I mean, he was about to do, do it. Show it. <laughs> Just it's not like see. I have to take my whole clothes off. But I have oh the God, one. It's so cute. It's I love that it's kind 100. of it's like a faded sharpie a little bit. Well, it's um, <laughs> it was a stick and poke tattoo. All of my tattoos are stick and poke tattoos. What other tattoos do you have? I have um, the word bitch tattooed above my knee. <laughs> I have a mustache on my finger. Um, my friend tattooed God on my thigh because that's what she saved in my phone as. <laughs> and um, I have my dad's motorcycle number tattooed on me. And then in my mom's handwriting, I have Forever Young written on me. Oh, and, I like that. Yeah. Where do you get this? What's the 100 about? Um, well, the 100 is an emoji in your uh, <laughs> iPhone keyboard that it means like 100% or it's really good. Okay. It's like grade A, so like 100. Your, and that's your um, grade for your ass. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So you'll never get implants. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that. Would you consider... Why would you do that? Uh, but so the branding, I, mean, to I, mean, I mean, I'm going to get old. I th- would like it to still look good. But an implant will do that? Well, well I'll probably get the one where you get the fat sucked from one part of your body and move to mm-hmm. the other part of your body. Oh, I hear you. Mm-hmm. That's like the one I'm really interested in. I should have done in. that already. But. That's what Madonna did. <laughs> Madonna put, distributed her fat all over the place. In it's different so weird brilliant. Spots. She's uh, an interesting character. That face is not, is not working for me <laughs> at the moment, but maybe she'll probably settle again. I don't know. Madonna. Uh, she's living it up in Portugal. Let her do her thing. She's, she's like in it. songs with like Madonna. rappers now. She just did a song Madonna, with Cardi B. <laughs> she did a song with Cardi she B. She is something. entering Cuervo, Quavo, from the Migos. Um, yeah, I know. I seem very to be entering her main West phase, though. I feel anyway. West in what way? In the, that she's looking more and more like Mae West. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Got it. I was like, um, what does that mean for her footprint? Um, oh. But Madonna's great. Um, but I do love Madonna. I, I, she's great. I'm sure she's listening. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey, Madonna. Um, but what, yeah, my stickers definitely help spread my branding, I guess. So you, you sell say. the stickers. How many yes. stickers have you sold? Well, I ordered 400 the first time, and I only have a few more left. So I have That's ordered. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I gave a lot away, too. I mean, it was also just sure, like yeah. fun. Yeah. I mean, it was like super fun to like send them out to people and like have people send pictures back. Like, I mean, and that was the point. Like, that's like how 
the Kardashians become a big deal is because they get their famous friends to also post pictures of them with them. And it turns into, like, a retagging and that social media, like, cloud of, like, sharing a word. So, like, it was just, like, a fun game just to, like, get people to do that and get all, you know, just to do that. It was fun and then get, like... Other people, because then other people like actually bought them. Like people I didn't know started buying them, which mm-hmm. was fun. Like people in other countries started buying them. So, I mean, it's fun. And I mean, with social media and stuff, like I do know some of the people in other countries that bought them, but I don't. So it's other places. Yeah, so totally. it's like, I'm like, oh my god, lol. Maybe so we like, should do a sticker for the podcast. I mean, it's super easy. Get I them mean, put up in Jakarta everywhere. That's where we I. We do need to come up with a, an active <clears throat> publicity campaign for the. For the podcast, we need to step it up. Yeah, I came up with it because I was like super when I was at DragCon. I was like, oh, these drag queens that are on TV and they're coming up with this merch and selling it for so much money, and it's not even good. Like yeah. some of it's just like graphics of their face, which like no Most shade, but like, well, this was like a couple years ago back, <laughs> oh, like yeah, when yeah. it like the merch thing was like really a revolution. But mm-hmm. I mean, there's no shade to that game. But I'm like, you guys are charging twenty five dollars for graphics of your face, and some of you aren't even. Mm-hmm. you know doing certain you know filling the full aesthetic so like how are you going to put that on a t-shirt and I, I was like my ass would make such a great enamel pin and then enamel do you have a pin, pin version? no I wanted there to be a pin version but it was you too much money it was too much money I mean I don't have a K in my following yet so I really don't think a pin is uh, necessary at the moment I'm what sure you now you don't have a K in your following well, that's what it means when you get to 10,000 it, it goes to 10. a K because yeah. a thousand is a K. Yeah, right. But if you get to ten thousand, you have a K. Okay. Yeah. Then how do you get a check? Um, I mean, any you have to just prove that you need off like verification. I actually don't know. I've never. No, I think it's level, a certain. But... It's a certain milestone of followers. It's not yeah. a milestone of followers. No, because the check is you have to show that um, your. Your profile is likely to be copied by other people, oh, okay. and so that's why you get a Because you, you can see, like it's like RuPaul official has a check, and that's, right. that's really that's because RuPaul. a lot of people put fake RuPaul accounts. Up. Of course, of course. So the check means that I'm the real RuPaul. So you have to have, or you have to prove to them or show to them that you people are trying to fake you. Yeah, because people with like well, you're on your way. I don't know exactly. I'm working on it for sure. <laughs> okay, too. I mean, I don't. I mean, I just think social media is fun. So I like, I mean, I do have, like, there's a clock ticking of it, but it's not as serious as I think people is like to be. Yeah. Cause I don't do like the hashtag things. Like I'll post whatever I want. Whereas I know like a lot of people are very serious about how the like grid of your pictures look when you click the profile, which like I don't care about like it that's really a thing no like, i th- actually mean, think nathan yeah. thinks about that yeah i like, do i try to like create it. a little bit Arise, mm-hmm. i was talking to a a previous guest about it and she was like i look at my instagram feed as my resume so when people like if they look it up they look down and they scroll down and they kind of see like ideas so i try to do that ideas why yeah. not i mean i just mine is more just like my whole brain ticking so well, like you know, i'll post like memes and stuff on there and selfies and like bad pictures of myself and yeah, bad pictures totally. of like famous people but that's it's, like fun. right exactly and, that, yeah. and that's what you want to put out there i like that yeah i mean and people, frankly the only reason the only reason i mentioned i misunderstood what sax brand ambassador meant <laughs> if that means you work at sax selling clothes i didn't realize that yeah i, mean, no, I get that not. now 
But I thought it meant more like you promote them on social media and they pay oh, you for that. So the brand ambassador, I am the brand ambassador of denim, which means I'm just responsible for telling everybody, educating the whole store on the denim brand. I love and that. that. I love that. <laughs> What's it's the price point on female denim? As you made it seem, but I really like. Well, that's you. the only reason I mention it. I don't need to mention your day job. Please don't mention mine. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like it's fine. I get it. How'd you end up on the Tony Soto show? Um, I just quit my job and told him I wanted to come on, and he let me. Oh. And then I just kept showing up. Does he pay you? No. Oh my god. Okay. No, it's fun though. I like it. I mean. Yeah. I like love to talk, so it's fine. I like doing it, and it's like good practice, I guess you could say. Yeah, it never... is. This show's fun. I did yeah. that that one time. The stuff that you do on it is really funny. Those those millennial moments with oh, Max. Thank you. I'm gathering because I've met you before. You came to a party I had. That was Malibu. so fun. That was, that was very a good quiche. It was very cute and the boo. swing. Wasn't it good? Yeah, yeah. Malibu, y'all, they say. <laughs> um, but, but I'm gathering, as I'm sitting here talking to you, uh, that that's very much you. Like, the millennial moments with Max. Like, maybe some of it's, you know, um, exaggerated. But you tell very funny stories about being, like, terrified of soul cycle and that that sounded very real it, that was very real i mean um, honestly like if he's tr- like who cares if you know who connie chung is i mean she's irrelevant but um but you know i mean you could put up pictures of you know anyone who was around 20 years ago and why should people know them now well the thing about millennial moment is like that's me a millennial moment with maxwell is pretty much me trying to teach tony a clueless old person <laughs> like just whatever is going on okay so it's like okay girl like we're all doing soul cycle now and this is what happened when i went you know it's like like the drink of the day is iced coffee bitch keep up this is what we do like basic we still you know like there's i'll do ones on like words of the day we just did one on i did a a thoughts and prayers moment for Lindsay Lohan because she got punched in the face by the oh, yeah, lady I saw that in Moscow. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. No, me neither. I was. She's... It was on her live. It was on Lindsay Lohan's like own Instagram live, and she posted it and <laughs> kept it up there for hours. I watched it on her Instagram. That I was, was screaming so crazy. So she stole a baby. No, she tried to steal a baby. Because she thought it was homeless. No. Well, she thought they were homeless, and then she thought the parents were trafficking them. Lindsay Lohan did? Yes. Well, she needs to mind her own business. Oh. Yeah, she was, well, it was crazy. She's snatched <laughs> babies. It's like, why are you in Moscow? You have nightclubs in Mykonos. Just stay in She's one place. in Moscow because that's where her money's coming from right now, just like Trump. Oh, I mean, let's not <laughs> say that person's name either while we're here. That's that gives me great anxiety. I hate him. Anxiety. Anxiety. Are you registered to vote, vote voting? Yes. Excited to vote? You are going to vote because you're bucking the trend of millennials by voting. No, I'm a very woke millennial. Um, I am very woke. I definitely um, use like the cheat sheets that are provided to me by my like famous peers on who to vote for. Oh, I mean, well, of you course. Certain, certain, I mean, in in California, you have to vote for the ridiculous numbers of propositions, and you definitely need a cheat sheet for that. I yeah. use those. I don't know what the who the good judges and bad judges. Are. I need some right. To like, oh, that, the judges too. Like, actually, I know I know a lot of lawyers, and there are some smart progressive ones that do send out. You know stuff about like. You should they, send me wait who you're I will. for. I will because uh, that 
I would have no idea about the judges. And and when I forget like that particular section and I go to vote, I'm always like, fuck. I have to go by someone's name or what. That's why I do it numbers. There's like proposition numbers one, two, and three, and I'm just like, I can't count that high. This year is one through this year's one through twelve. And actually a friend of mine, um, Natalie, um, did a really cool thing. She did it for the second time we did in last election too. Um, she you know, had people pick propositions to research and then had a party, you know, um, great lunch and nice drinks and things. And we all presented the, you know, our proposition. That's amazing. About like the pro, the con, who the funding is from, what, you know, what, what it's about, what it's trying to do. What was your proposition? Mine was number two. Um, Do we want to go number two? It is a. uh, I I recommend voting yes, but it's about taking money that was already authorized by Proposition sixty three from night from two thousand four. I thought it was only one through twelve. I know, but this is this is what two is. Two is taking prior money that's already. there was a previous proposition called Proposition 63. Money that's already uh, being generated by a previous proposition. And that taxed incomes over a million dollars at another 1%. And that money is going to mental health services. This allows a portion of that money to go to housing of people utilizing mental health services. So it kind of tries to attack the homeless problem. In, in addition to mental was health Was the treatment. first proposition, did, did that not have um, authorization for the money spe- to be spent on housing? It didn't specifically why? authorize that. And then when it was when people tr- when they tried to use it for that, there were court cases trying to block that. And then they... There's, By who? Um, well, but I don't know. Property I mean, people? There, were, there were people in the mental health field that felt like the money all needed to go to that and not mm. housing. Anyway, it became, they needed to, to do this prop if any of the money is going to be used for housing. And I think it's worthy. I think obviously if you live in Los Angeles or really anywhere in California, any city in California, you can see the, the effects of the homeless problem. It's a big problem. We have tent cities all over the place. So anyway. It is. That's, that was my particular one that I researched. But without that, I wouldn't know, you know, what to vote for the, for 1 through 12. <clears throat> I mean, it's very confusing. It's a lot. When I first it's moved like, to California, I remember thinking, like, what kind of a way is this to, like, why are they, like, shouldn't these things be in the state legislature? Like, what, why are we voting on it? It's a, it just, it wasn't something I was used to. They don't have it in New York. You can't, you can't. Um, get a ballot initiative for a proposition in New York? Well, they just don't do that. I mean, maybe on the rare case, like if they're trying to like, let's legalize same-sex marriage or something, Mm. maybe they they do it every now and then, but it's not on every... It's a very rare, rare thing. So Mm. like here, it's used extensively. I never voted until I moved here. It's like, it was hard to register to vote in Illinois. And by hard, I mean you have to actually, like, the only way you could do it was if you mailed something in at the time. Which I, as a millennial, didn't have stamps, so I was, like, procrastinating it, and then somebody was like, yeah, you have to mail it in, and I was like... Mail? Yeah, I was like, I don't have stamps. Where do I even buy those? You can get them at an ATM. Grocery store. Can you get stamps at an ATM for real? That's where I I get mine. 
an ATM? Like, no way. Wells Fargo. I oh only have to buy the future. Instead of stamps? stamps? Yes. Oh a book gosh. of stamps will last me like four years. I never yeah. mail things. I mail my rent check in. And I, and I, there's a couple other things I use stamps for, but very rarely. Well, I mean, I just didn't register to vote. And then when I moved here, I got a driver's license and they like pretty much forced me. They were so like, they do you want to be. Do you <laughs> the driver's license in Illinois? They didn't well, offer? When I was eight, 16, oh, when I did it. So I just kind of. Was like nope. Oh, that's what well, it was. Wasn't an in, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't an option, an option then. And then, and then I don't know. I don't. When I went and got my license updated, I I don't know. I just they, I don't remember that being an option because I'm right. sure I would have said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I would have not wanted to be registered to vote. I like yeah, wanted sure. to. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, it wasn't an insurmountable obstacle, but it it stymied you until you until you did it here. Well, I was in college. I was very busy. I was like doing <laughs> art projects. Well, that's and I think things. why a lot of young. That's why young people tend not to vote because it's like there's so much to figure out as you're coming into an adulthood. But you did vote in 2016, right? Um, yes. That one, yes, that one. Okay. I, had to, I had to think about a calendar for a second. I was like, days. The one where we got our current print. Yes, yes. Yeah. No, I did vote for that one. I voted for the ones before it leading to that, and then the one for it. And I've done all the ones after that, too. Well, so, good, good. Yeah. And, and everything we can do to encourage people to vote, we should do. I mean, yes. certainly Nathan has done um, his share uh, yep. in some... Comedy sketches. Holding people up at gunpoint to vote. No. Is that too far? Uh, okay. Um, um, I mean, sketch. <laughs> that, that might be a good sketch. I don't know. I, I, feel like actually, that. I don't encourage doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, gun violence, I don't. Comedy, I don't know if it's on the rise right now. Gun violence um, comedy. Yeah, mm. no, I don't know if people are really laughing at that. You don't think it'll work? If, no, even if I put a trigger warning up? I mean, listen, it's 20 Okay, what if it was more benign? What if it's like, I'm going to. Put mouth in your soap if you, soap in your mouth if you don't vote. Yeah, threats. Um, yeah, maybe threats, threats. that don't. Yeah, got a very good quality. Maybe like I don't know. Never mind. I was gonna say you could do cupcakes, but I don't know. People would probably like that. Cupcake in the face. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't like that. It would clog the pores. <laughs> exactly. So it would be a, like a negative threat for yeah, you. Yeah. No, I would not want my pores done like that. That blue frosting, I'm sure, would mm. stain my skin. What about crumbs in your How coffee? How did you know the cupcake was had blue frosting? Well, if you're going to cause a problem, <laughs> wouldn't you want blue frosting? <laughs> like, yeah, something really gross, like electric colored. Like, nobody wants that on them. Yeah. So, uh, the stuff you do for Tony Soto Show, I mean, it is, um, it approaches acting in a way. Um, do you do you act? I did as a kid, and then my parents told me to go to college for something that would make me money. So I went to school for photography, <laughs> which is my favorite joke of my life. <laughs> um, I did though. I did act as a kid, and I guess that has always been a. I mean, I've always wanted to keep doing it, but and now I'm in this city to do it in. So yeah. I guess, I mean, it's an idea lingering. Again, that whole, like, creative headspace, good, before putting out projects. Like, Mm. I was moving a lot the first year I was here. I actually moved from the time I left Illinois until, like, this day, I've moved seven times, which has been a little over three years. Where do you live now? Do you still live in Hollywood, Byronia? No, I live in Glassell Park. What is that? It's a neighborhood under Glendale. (laughs) Under Glendale. I love Glendale. Yeah, I, I love Glendale, too. Maybe already came. 
I love Glendale. Yeah, yeah. I love the Americana. I love them all. The mall is my favorite thing. I go it's to funny. the Americana. The Americana is exactly the Grove, isn't it? Except yeah, but it's bigger yeah, and yeah. it's the parking's better. And but they're owned by the same people. Well, it's clearly designed the same. I mean, you walk around, and you're like, wait a minute, where am I? Yeah, it's very similar. I love them both equally. Didn't you say somebody got engaged at the Grove? Or <gasps> they said so it was romantic. their favorite place in the world? <laughs> I, was it me? Because <laughs> I've had a few people say that the Grove is their favorite place. I, I really can't. do love the Grove. I honestly I don't. don't. I, I don't I, like being there. I don't go very often. I mean, and once in a gift bag, I was given a free valet parking <laughs> at the Grove for a year. A card. Did you that use it? Once. I would have gone and just gone to movies and shit with that. That sounds I mean, so my, luxurious. My other friend who got it too in the same gift bag, he he said, "Oh, I just park my car there now every day." You I was he's like, I, he's like, I'm in there multiple times a week. They know me when they pull up. They're like, "Oh, hello, Doug." I love Doug. I love the Grove at Christmas time. Like I'm like, oh, let's go shopping. I it's like. Very oh, that's when I hate the Grove at Christmas. I agree time. with you. I like it. I hate it, but I find myself at the Grove numerous times during the holidays. Well, first season. of all, that's when I shop. You know, because uh, yeah, I'm totally. buying gifts for people. Yeah. And then, because I, I don't shop that much else other than that. But I need to shop more. I worked at the Grove during Christmas, and they have a snow machine. And I was furious. Because I, I was that. like, I had just moved here. I and you're gonna, I'm like, you're going to fucking make it snow while I'm on my lunch it's break. It's ridiculous. And there's children, and they're all so happy and sticking their tongues out. I'm like, this is L.A. tap water. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I like You the, can actually drink L.A. tap water. You can? Yeah, it's safe. I haven't grown a third arm yet. No, Nathan only drinks L.A. tap water. Don't say that on the air. I'm just kidding. Oh I'm kidding. Oh I do generally drink the tap oh water. You're sensitive about that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I do drink the tap water. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> taint piercing, blah, blah, blah. I just listened to tap water. Do you have your taint pierced? I did have it pierced for about oh, a year. This is now a recurring theme on the podcast. I, I did it pierced. I dated a guy that had their taint pierced. You watched it pierced. I watched yeah. him get his... Like, I literally, oh. he was on all fours. That's intimate. And I watched <laughs> the ball sack down here and the guy go, I needed someone to go with me. And I got my cartilage done at that yeah. exact moment. Matt yeah. was like, I want a piercing. I was like, me too. <laughs> oh I dated God. a guy that had that piercing. I didn't get it. I didn't get it either after a while. I was like, why do I have this? I'm taking it out. It didn't last very long. But thanks for that. You know, you great. really colored in that story for us, Matt. Thanks. Did I? Perfect. <laughs> Do you have was... any interesting tattoos or piercings? I have none of that. No. Eric, you, you don't seem like you do. You kind of present as That's what true. you are. Somebody who doesn't seem like it. That's not a bad thing. There's no judgment one way or another. I present as a, yeah, someone who doesn't have tattoos or piercings. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would be very surprised if you took your shirt off and you had a big back tattoo. That's all I'm saying. Well, at the I moment, mean, I, I had a big back bandage from I surgery. Would, oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you had your nipple pierced. I'd be like, work. That is one thing. I'm not going to do it, but that is one thing that I... that. If I were to do any of that, that's the thing I would do. Probably. Yeah. 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 I had my septum done for a moment. And then I, it fell out, and then I just never. Put it was back it in. weird to have the thing in the nose? I always think it would be like hard to sneeze and stuff. 
No, it was fine. It got used to it. I mean, you couldn't even feel it. And then I, yeah, I just woke up one morning and it had fallen out. I was like, oh, that sucks. And then I never put it, it back in. It was 50 bucks, yeah. <laughs> just like never put it back in. Do you have any other piercings? I have no piercings. Hmm. I want to get my gay ear pierced. I haven't hmm. figured out which one the gay one it's is. It's supposed to be the right one. I found out the, the right one. I, well, I, I'm aware that both of my ears are gay ears, but <laughs> I, I want everybody to know. I just want the one. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's less and less a thing, you know, because just people, everyone, like, has... Well, whatever just helps make heteronormative people feel, like, comfortable, I'm just, like, down to do. Straight guys have gotten so gay is the only thing. Sometimes in L.A. it's like... I mean, there are plenty of straight... People oh, that wow. have their right ear pierced, but that back in the day that was supposed to be a that was what it was right ear uh-huh. yeah. and left ear was Jay, uh-huh. and both ears was gay. Morgan Freeman, I don't know. Why <laughs> did Morgan Freeman have his ears pierced? Both of them are, yeah. I had no. Did he never? Is that a controversy? No, it's not controversial. It just, but that's just an example of someone who's straight that like he's not listening to any of that. Right, of course. Oh. They decided to take him out for driving Miss Daisy. Pierced ears are fashion. Fashion is fashion. You know? <laughs> Everyone had pierced ears. Art is fashion. Art is fashion. I really like your um, hat, too. Doing things. Oh, it, I found this in a fitting room at work. Cute. <laughs> I washed it. And you didn't try very hard to like return it to its owner. I mean, no. Have you found pierced. anything weird in a fitting room before? Um... A taint piercing that fell out? <laughs> I, you know, I haven't been to Saks here. I, <laughs> nice try, Eric. <laughs> I haven't found anything really good at Saks. Um, at American Apparel in Chicago, I found some wild things. Jewelry, like, we would get people that were drunk and would, like, pee. Oh, gross. They would, you know... Take, that is bad. Mm-hmm. We had somebody... Like, we would find things, like, taken off and put into the bags because all the shirts came in bags. So people would put on a clean shirt and put the dirty shirt into a bag. Oh, that's kind of smart. Sure. Stealing is intelligent. <laughs> I don't condone it. No, I'm just I don't kidding. condone gun violence either. Just for the record. To oh, clear, thank you for to, to go clear. back and to clarify. <laughs> Got it. Um, no, I actually haven't really found anything too good. No. I know that's a bummer. I wish I did because people are rich in Beverly Hills. They probably leave money. I remember when I yeah, was like a money clip. Oh, a money clip would be great with mm-hmm. money in it. Why well, it's women in their big bags, so I think falling out is hard, but. Sure. They always leave their sunglasses. Mm. And they're always back for them, though. Yeah. Those are expensive. What are the qualities, what are the kind types of women that you sell the most product to? Um, yeah, what's a sex customer? What's a sex customer and how do you perceive them? And how are you were like, okay, I know how to work her. Um, Is it Faye Dunaway? No, I actually, we don't get a lot of famous people on my floor. Mm. I had Lana Del Rey once. Ooh. I gave her a water. Um, the, <laughs> the sex customer is um, very annoying. They just have a lot of needs. I mean... I feel like that's everyone in LA sometimes. Uh, no, there is a specific breed of woman in Beverly Hills that yeah, comes to shop shopping in that in, store. If you're shopping in Beverly Hills, you probably are very annoying. It's, I mean, yeah. they're, we have fun. I make the best of it. I mean, if they ruin my life, I usually just go home and laugh about it. 
Like, it's just, like, mm-hmm. crazy, like, some of the people's problems. I mean, that's how I've always felt in all of retail. Like, when I was at American Apparel, people, like, literally yell at me about scrunchies. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, these were $6. I'm sorry, their final sale. Like... I used to work like, this job where I had know. to go to people's houses <laughs> for fashion stuff when I first moved here. I remember I went to this mansion. Were and you assisting a stylist? Or? Uh, it was an online e-commerce luxury goods service. Oh, okay. oh, nice. Kind of like rich people as clients. The real real? It was so weird. <laughs> I had like, I went to one and it was like this like, I don't know, very incredibly like rich Middle Eastern couple and she had like had her face like wrapped because she just had plastic surgery and everything oh. was like gold. She had a maid and like a actual like French maid, uh, oh, not uniform, but like a uniform. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, this still happens. People are having their maids dress in like maids' uniforms. This is crazy. Yeah, no, they it do. just it just Some felt do. so otherworldly to me and like such like a weird lifestyle to live. Beverly Hills is another world. I love being there every day. It's so lush. It's so nice. Beverly Hills is another world. My restaurant is like right at the border of Beverly Hills and West Hollywood. And it's just a different energy. I feel like it's buried on (coughs) top of an Indian burial ground or at least my restaurant is. There are like crazy spirits (laughs) bless you thank you it's very fierce to me over there I love (laughs) Beverly Hills it's very fierce it is would you ever live in Beverly Hills? no I would never live over there (laughs) I don't go over La Cienega unless there's money Mm. I I could not that's a good rule I like the hills in Beverly Hills you know Um, that reminds me of where I Grew up. I the just, hills are nice. I just feel like I would feel trapped there. Like would, it would be like one way to get in, one way to get out. That would give me too much. I would be pressured. Mm. I wouldn't like it. I mean, traffic as well. Like, I mean, I like options. Yeah. I'm a man of many choices. While you're doing things. While I do things and realize things and. <laughs> um, talk about things, uh, millennial moment things. Yeah. How often are you on that show? Well, I do the Tony Soto show podcast every week, and then we try to create millennial moments weekly. But Tony had a little mishap in Mexico, which delayed our production of that. Yeah, what ended up happening? Oh, gosh. I don't know. That's his story to tell. Something with his throat, and he ripped it open, and he was, yeah, bleeding, he was bleeding, and then he almost died. But then Glad he you're okay, die. Tony. Yeah, sure. He's fine. When did that happen? Um, Labor Day weekend. Oh, okay. I think I saw him right before that, bartending at Precinct. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if he's been back since, but to bartend. But yeah, he's fine. He's alive. His throat's fine. Good. That's good. Well, he's a previous guest of the podcast. Love Tony. Take a deep dive through our archives and find the Tony Soto interview. I know. He said he was like your second guest. Because I asked him how long this was. I was like, how long is the podcast? He's like, oh, I don't know. I was their first guest. I don't know what they do anymore. He's clearly not listening. I was like, you are so helpful. I love having you as a friend. Thank you. 
But you now, can check it out on. And you don't have to listen to the episodes, but you can see how long they are if you look oh, at I, it. Oh, I listened. I just wasn't sure if each one was different. I've listened to a couple of them, though. Thank I listened you, to Tito Soto one because mm-hmm. I was with him before he recorded your guys's when you guys were Oh, that's together. right. That's you were right. in the car. That's right. That's right. Was, and, and he was then... listening to, he told us, Suddenly Seymour uh, on the, you know, the. The soundtrack to uh, whatever that musical is. Sure, I can't uh, listen Little to Shop the music of he listens Little to. Little Shop of Horrors, that's right. His music taste is not for me. The Flav Prof is so wrong, I can't. <laughs> I What's love your flavor Flav Prof. Um, <laughs> I love pop music. I love just like girl pop music. I like it. I can't get into the boy thing. I hear you, girl. He loves like the boy band thing. Can't. Charlie are you X- listening to right now? Charlie XCX is definitely my fave right now. I love her. I always say she makes computer faggot sounds in my ears, and I really <laughs> like it. It just sounds like a computer is exploding. Computer like faggot it. sounds. Okay. Yeah, that's Absolutely. is that something I could say on this? Yeah, of course. Say whatever you okay. want. We, say, we say the worst. Okay, I don't know. I didn't know. If, people are very sensitive to the word faggot these days, so I'm not here to offend. Well, no, yeah. I think that we we can own that word. Okay, I mean, I, I agree. We can say it. I agree as well, but I'm not here to offend. You know? I mean, I don't want to hear a straight guy say it, but um, I mean, unless I'm asking him to say it, <laughs> oh, nice. unless he gets permission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can say it for the next hour, babe. Yeah, <laughs> only when your door is closed can you say that word. <laughs> Not on the streets, though. That's our special word. Well, that person doesn't sound so straight to me. I mean, listen, I'm not going to tell anybody what they can can and can't identify as. I mean, if you want to say you're straight, I mean, that's sad to me, but that's what you want to do. Mm, you know? Absolutely. That's your, that's your story you can tell. And I'm just going to keep sucking your dick while you tell that story to everybody else. So. DL, DL. I mean, right? You are just, you know, spreading the, you know... The love around. Yeah, I mean, I I like to have. I mean, I like to have a nice time. I think free love is in. Very in, and even if it wasn't in, I would still be down for free love. Mm -hmm. Not about following the trends. I'm not a trendsetter. No, free love is great. It's where it's at. Trend follower. Trend follower. Well, Max, what is next for you? What are you? What are your plans? What are your hopes and dreams? I dream of a million dollars and um, how are you going to get there I don't know hmm. sucking straight guys yeah, you don't have to know oh no no okay that doesn't seem very optimistic though I think you have other paths to no I agree I'm just kidding I don't like that path for you I mean I think it would be a fun path. I wouldn't judge you. It would. Oh, thank you. It would, be good, uh, it <laughs> it would, would take you a very long time. It would uh, create good Not social media content. Not if you found the right one Not guy. in Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Beverly Hills. Get that done in a month. Um, wow. No, I'm just kidding. Guys, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing sex work. And I'm not making the announcement about it on your radio show if I was. Breaking news. <laughs> breaking news. Maxwell comes out with it. <laughs> um, we are... The Tony Soto Show podcast is turning five. And That's we crazy. are going... Our fans have funded our trip, Tony and I's trip back to Chicago to do a live podcast at the Lucky Horseshoe. Amazing. 
amazing. Whoa. Are you gonna have is Shay gonna Shay be Kulay on? Um, I'm not sure. We do plan to have some guests of the show come back and visit us. While do you we're ever doing... see Shay Kulay? She was actually just here this weekend. She was performing at Avita. I know, and I went to Santa Bubra this weekend, so I was out of town. But I did get dinner with her the night before. Oh, okay. so good. good. It was good. good. Tony and I, we did, you know, we did a taco blunt moment at the her Airbnb. It was very oh, cute. That's nice. The best night. Oh, did, so did you do an action? But did you also do a podcast or no? No, we no. just just a moment. Just private. Mm-hmm. Like I just say, everything's a moment, like a smoothie moment, a nice coffee moment, podcast moment. Yeah, like we're doing a moment right now. This is a moment. Mom, you could say mom if you don't want to say the full word. <laughs> you no, know, that was a mom. <laughs> that was a mom mom. Yeah, that was a mom. I don't know if I like mom mom, but um, we a mom mom. I mean, <laughs> a moment of a moment. A mom mom. Oh. Okay, I too think much. I, I mean, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Yeah, that's not approved by no, no. no, I mean, I'm listen, mom. I'm not really here to shoot down people's ideas because I say a lot of dumb words that I'm sure make no sense that I just say every day anyway. So it's fine. I speak my own language. It's when fine. is when are you going to Chicago? Oh, we're gonna be there. I'll be there the 15th through the 20th um, in our sh- November. November, and our show will be at the Lucky Horse Show on the 19th. Perfect. I'm very excited. I haven't been to Chicago in a very long time. We so. can actually promote that because that's about when this is going to air. Great. November, November 19th. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I would. It would be perfect timing. Great. We'll sync it up. Yeah, I'm excited to be there. I'm going to eat so much food. We'll put that in the, you know, social media announcements of this. You know, oh. you can go see Matt Pizza? in person. Yes, I would like that if people came and saw me in person. Just don't well, touch me. God, I mean, like, Tony Soto's shows, fans have paid for it, and God knows Tony knows how to promote himself. It's not going to be incumbent upon us, but um, but we can amplify. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to promote the shit out of it. I want people to come. I haven't been to Chicago in so long, so if they miss it, it's like, girl, I had a gig and everything. You had no excuse. Did you start mm-hmm. doing that there or here? No, I didn't. started doing it out here. That's what I thought. Yeah. It was after I quit my job. I was working at Andrew Christian, and I just started showing up, and then I just never got a real job that made me stop showing up, so I just kept going. And here I am. Love it. Is pizza still your favorite food? Um, no, because pizza out here is terrible, and I'm now very lactose intolerant now that I live here. Oh. I know it's pretty heartbreaking. It makes me cry actually. But that's a how lot. you say so, Wayfish. You used to be pizza queen though. Yeah, no, I was. I would eat pizza all the time. It was like your kind of shtick. It was my only shtick. <laughs> <laughs> it was super great. People would send me pizzas. I got a guy once to send me a pizza from Australia. Oh my god, was it frozen? No, I mean he lived in Australia and I gave him a link to order me a pizza. Oh, gotcha. So it didn't fly here from Australia. I'm rethinking. Maybe maybe sucking straight guy's dick is your path to a million dollars. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I didn't even send this guy nude. So he didn't even get the full package and he still was sending me a pizza. So I was doing something right. I've never gotten a pizza from Down Under. I've gotten pizzas from, yeah, a couple people. It's a good time. But the Down Under was definitely a big deal. I called my mom. I was like, Mom, you'll never guess what happened. She was like, how did you do that? I Actually, I don't want to know. 
just I'll talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, that's why I thought like she's a weird person to share that news with. As, but that's Are you cute. Close with your mom? I was. I don't talk cute. to her anymore. Oh, oh no, why? That's okay. She's an alcoholic, so okay. she has all her own problems and Toxic. her own issues. So we just don't talk to her anymore. Okay. So we haven't talked to her in like three years. We, we meaning your siblings? We as in me. I oh, just I like see. to say that. And, like, you know, they, them, she, The royal she, we. Yeah. Like the Queen of England. <laughs> yeah, the royal we. I like that a lot, actually. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. Do. I am the royal we. Um, no, my sister doesn't <laughs> talk to her much either, actually. But, yeah, no, I blocked her and stopped talking to her. Because she was exactly a toxic person, so... Yeah. Her yeah. loss, not mine. Yeah. But we were very close. So me to call her and be like, girl, this just happened. Like, she told me to get a daddy, and she was like, you're way younger and cuter than us. Well, me. She was, she was meaning us as in that actually me and The her. actual, yes, not the royal not, us. Not the royal us. <laughs> the actual us. She's like, you're way cuter. You're going to get one for both of us. And I was like... No, I'm gonna get one for me. Yeah. Wow, I've Stop never to me heard of a parent saying that to their child. Like, I need you to go out and get a daddy for both of us. Wow. I'm sure it was a joke, though. No. It was a joke. Like, it was like an LOL, but like, if it happened, she would have happily gotten dinner with us. Right. Regularly. Yes. Yeah, regularly. <laughs> Paid for by him. I'm moving to LA. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was also when I lived in Chicago. She okay. was really big. She had big dreams for me. She thought I was going to find a rich enough daddy in Chicago to fund us both. She really is, like, what taught me to be such an optimistic person, so I must give her that credit. <laughs> You're still in those years where you could find a very rich daddy. I mean, I pray every day. I feel like, yeah, <laughs> I feel like you get older and younger at the exact same time. It's you like do. you get more mature, and then you still look younger than ever before. Oh, I drink a lot of water. Hydration. And I don't drink hydration, and I don't drink alcohol anymore. And How I, long have you been sober for? I'm not really sober. I just don't drink like I used to. Sure. And by that, yes. I mean, like, ever. I'll, like, have, like, a glass of wine here and there. Or, like, if we're celebrating something. But you're not labeling it in any sort of way. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sober. Like, if, you know, if you were like, oh, I have champagne, I would have had a glass. We usually do have champagne. <laughs> well, it's not a big deal. I don't typically run to the bar. I'm not one to run to the bar anymore. So. Totally. Yeah, I just like to smoke a lot of pot. I feel like I gave you a glass of champagne in Malibu. Yeah, I, I mean, you we were in Malibu. To partake. Yeah, <laughs> we were in Malibu at, with a gorgeous view. I was not going to not have a glass of champagne. There we go. You know, <laughs> like if we're like you're in town and you want to grab a margarita, I'll have one. But like, I mean, I'm not going to be the one that like orders the yes, bottle service anymore. I think that's very and sensible of you. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah, it just wasn't really fun anymore. I like literally just woke up and was like, I can't afford to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I literally, it was like, you know, back when I lived in Chicago, it was like, I can't afford to do this again. And then I would do it again. Mm-hmm. But like literally I woke up and I was like, no, like it's literally like gas bills or alcohol it's not a good money you save so much money when you stop drinking yeah I just like sat down and I was like so last night I had three drinks which was $60 and then I paid $20 in cabs so that's $80 yep on one night and now I feel like shit and I hate everybody I met last night this was like when I first moved to town I was like and I hate everybody I met last night like, I don't have any good memories, no good pictures, nothing. I hate this. And I just stopped doing it. Aww. 
That's good. That's a really smart cost-benefit analysis. I like yeah, that. I just was like, this is ugly, and I'm not here to do ugly things anymore. You're beautiful. I oh, think you have, you have good business acumen as well. Yeah, you're thank thriving you. in Los Angeles. You do actually you. have really great energy, I have oh to say. Oh my gosh, I'll come and do this podcast all the time if you guys serve compliments like this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, we might want you to. Yeah, maybe thriving, maybe we're, great energy. We're, uh, you know, maybe we're expanding. <laughs> maybe maybe, uh, maybe we're just taking on a cast of characters. We're going to poach him from Tony. A recurring yeah. cast of oh, characters. Let's would've... take Teddy Margus from Johnny McGovern. We'll take, we'll take Max from Tony. Connie Chan. <laughs> Tony happily give me over so don't let him think that he's gonna be able to make any money off of it he'll be like bye girl no I'm sure he'll try to no yeah he'll make a fight he'll somehow be like oh I actually kind of like Maxwell around Uh, you guys should definitely uh, you know give me this or give me that no he doesn't like me he'll give me over happily so I just know that because he's a cheap ass and he'll try to take everything you have no I know Tony well he's a hustler Oh, yes. <laughs> He's a baby. I was going to sing that song as well, but I felt like turn, Tony does not deserve a song about him. <laughs> oh, my I God. I do not want to sing a song about Tony. <laughs> I saw him earlier today. That was enough. You're kind of over him for the day. Uh, yes, I get my dose. Yeah. Yep. We get our dose, and then we're like, bye, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> bye, Tina. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for having me. Um, If people want to find you, what's the best way to do it? You could find me on social media at Maxwell Esposito. That's E-S-P-O-S-I-T-O on everything. Twitter, uh, Instagram, Venmo, and Facebook. Ven- Don't forget Venmo. Yeah, Venmo. no. Venmo. <laughs> Iced coffees are $5, and I love the Daily Motivation, so send them my way if you feel it. Um, or a pizza from Australia if you want to feed me. Dairy-free. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll do it if it's good, but it's never good. Like, mm. I mean, if I want to feel like shit for a day, I'll if do it. If you're comparing Chicago pizza to L.A. pizza, obviously Chicago is far superior. Mm-hmm. And I'm Italian, so I've had and only New the York, best. New York pizza is way better, too. Yeah, I mean, anywhere. Bread anywhere outside of Los Angeles is probably better. Yeah, we've got we have tacos. We do. We have great tacos. Great Mexican food in general. No, that's true. Very yeah. true, which I love. And I've definitely substituted. But Good Mexican dick, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sometimes. I don't know. It's, I mean, it's around. It's I'm around down for sale. any Flav Prof. So, you've, you know. uh, you, you've got you know a, a regular access to, to one of the best. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, the south of the border is the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, All right. we veered. Oh yeah, so social media. Um, you can catch me on the Tony Soto Show every Tuesday as well, where I'll talk buffoonery, and then we also post millennial moments on Monday whenever we record them. We just recorded one this. Well, I'm sure I'll have more by the time this is out. So just catch me on YouTube on Tony Soto's YouTube doing that. Yay! Amazing. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye for having me. Bye.